But the rumors are true, Mr. Size 14. Oh, that's that's not a true rumor. That's not, I mean, well, that's not how that works. I don't think foot size correlates to penis size. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it does. I don't think it does. It don't, doesn't. Don't believe those lies that television tells you when it says that, because it comes a lot on TV shows. Do people still say that? Yeah. I hadn't heard it in forever. So I, I really, I would not know I'm sure there have been studies on this at some point. <laughs> I'm sure look it up. I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. All I have to do is think of me and I have peace of mind. I'm tired of looking around rooms, wondering what I gotta do and who I'm supposed to be. I don't wanna be anything other than me. Oh my goodness. I sounded like I smoked cigarettes earlier. Uh, like. Like Brooke Davis? I don't know. That's too bad. I mean, Does she even smoke? No, but she sounds like she smokes like six packs a day. I never. Never noticed that. You guys ready? Oh, sure. Hi, everyone. Hi. Welcome back to There's Only One Tree Hill podcast that matters. And it's this, this one. one. Hi, I'm Winston. I'm Jeanette. And I'm Jimmy L. And each week we meet and discuss the latest episodes in our binging of WB turned CW <laughs> series One Tree Hill, which ran for nine seasons. We're currently talking about season two. We are tweaking our format, so, you know, hopefully it's going to work out and it's something we can all get used to. Um, and, I mean, is there more to say? No. More to say? Bear with me if yeah. you hear me I'm blowing my nose or coughing or who knows what else. It's because I am sick. I'm an evil person and I made her just keep going, keep coming in to do this regardless. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm only just going to get worse from here. So. Oh, my gosh. That's a positive <laughs> attitude. Okay. It's hard to be positive when you feel like crap. I'm sorry. And this has been going on for a while, guys. So. Well, I would offer you to read our description of our episode, but I don't know. I can do it. All right. So we're, we're going to talk about, uh, today we're going to talk about episodes 19 and episode 20, and we're going to start with episode 19. I'm going to hand it <clears> off <throat> to Jeanette. I can fake it. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here's my enthusiasm. Um, episode 19 is entitled, I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning, written by Mark Schwann, directed by Thomas J. Wright. The original air date was May 3rd, 2005. May 3rd? May 3rd. Really? That's what it says. Oh, this is episode, like, 19. Yeah. I don't know why I was thinking this was, like, early on in the season. Never mind. I was like, am I getting my months wrong here? No, you're right. It's a five and a three. Okay. I, I, I'm just so surprised. I, okay. I, I, oh, we are goodness. heading towards the end of the season. I don't know why my mind I is guess not. We are. All right. Uh, start your engines. Nathan's Uncle Cooper takes Nathan and Lucas out of town for some lessons in professional race car driving. But the fun turns tragic when Nathan crashes. Maybe on purpose. Mm. Dramatic there. I know. Yeah, I it's it. a dramatic episode. I, I, was out of town. I thought it was within three <laughs> I Jimmy point. never knows. I never know. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Oh. I know so I guess maybe we could start with the, well, obviously what it's told about. <laughs> Nathan's race car journey. Gosh, yep. Um, I don't know what I wrote down because somebody said something about true love, right? Um, yes. Uh, 
Is it Luke? No, Nathan's talking in this one, right? Yes, it's Nathan. Yes. It's the opening voiceover. He was just like, Joseph Conrad once wrote. No, it was Lucas. Oh, this one was Lucas? This one says it was Lucas. Okay, maybe the next, next one was okay. Nathan. Okay. Joseph Conrad once wrote, Who knows what true happiness is? Not the conventional word, but the naked terror. To the lonely themselves that wears a mask, the most miserable outcast hugs a memory or some illusion. And so when this is happening, everyone's in bed, except for Dan Scott, because he's running. Well, yeah, and then Whitey. And, and Whitey's driving. With Jenny, and, and then you see Nate and... Um, Haley, Haley, yeah. So cute! I was like, oh, what And I was like, but Nathan has no Haley in bed. And then, no, yeah, she, she, just yeah, she just disappears. And so I guess so he hears him. Does he hear him? Why does he just get up? I don't really know. I just know that Uncle Cooper is there. Because I guess I talk about the Nathan plot, which is going to kind of involve Lucas for the most part. Right. And it'll converge at some point with some other things. But um, but Uncle Cooper's in town. First impressions of Uncle Cooper. He seems like a rebel. Got uh, a little bit of edge. He was just, I was just like, what does it say? He's, <laughs> he, he's better than that little bitch. Does he call Haley a little bitch or does he call Nathan a little bitch? You know what? I can see him calling Nathan that, but not Haley. I, I wrote it down. I just wrote he's better than that little bitch. I don't really know. I didn't write that down. Uh, but he like has some money in his hands and he drops it on the ground and he seems like he's big balling. He yeah. did. He did. Like money is just. Because you notice Nathan picked it up. He did. Well, he, he, tried got, to it he tried to get it back, but he was like really hesitant yeah. when he picked it up. It made what such a point to show him picking it up. You know what I mean? Like it's just like oh Nathan's gonna pick up that money off the floor. Like, yeah. That's- a lot of money now. I just kept going with the scene and them <laughs> talking and figure out what's going on, but no, they had to make a point of Nathan, like, picking up the money and then trying to offer it back to him, and he's just like, no, I'll keep it. I found out that Deb has called him. Oh, that's right. Right. Him for that damn clown. He asked him about the wall. The that's what it is. Yeah, he was like, he saw the clown, he was like, how much for the wall? The whole the uh, whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing. That's what it was. I was like, why well, I have to write clown down, but I forget. Uh, um, so he, he, was, he said he was there to adjust Nathan's perspective. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's a race car, race car driver. Right. He says something about it, right? Yes. Um, and he jokes about how Nathan is good looking. Like, how did he get so good looking? And he's like, so it must have been the goods why Haley left. <laughs> he did say that. Uh, he, did. Oh, he did say that. But I don't know. He's here to address his perspective. Um, and so then later on, we find out Brooke, I mean, uh, Coop is taking them to a race car, to a racetrack. Nathan and Lucas. Nathan and a Lucas. A little road trip. So, yeah. yeah, that's fun. Yes. Um, and um, they meet Jeff Burton, which I'm like, who Yeah, I, really don't, I don't know who Jeff Burton is. I don't know anything about I don't racing. care about cores and racing. Like, this is no. out of my element. Had it been Jeff Gordon, which they probably couldn't afford to get. Yeah. Um, and they talk about some guy named Ray Green. He was like, you know, whatever happened to Ray Green? He's like, oh, you mean the guy who took a swung at my dad? So Cooper's dad, because he was like, he took a swing at the owner of the team. Who also happens to be his dad, which sounds like Cooper's dad, right? Yeah. So Cooper's and Deb's dad owns a racing team. It's like, no wonder they have money. Have money. Yeah. Um, but, so then, um... Someone's driving Cooper's car. Yes. And we don't I... know who it is. And then it's like, oh, it's some female. Yeah, and her name is Daytona. Daytona. 
Which is ridiculous. <laughs> like, please, no. What did he call her for sure with a day? I don't know. Her name's Daytona Green. No, Tona. Tony. Tony. Is what he calls her. Tony. That was her nickname. Um, but she comes out and she hugs Nathan. I'm like, bitch, back the fudge up. That's his cousin. Yeah, they obviously, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're related. They're related, so they obviously grew up together. Yeah. Up together. Who related? Nathan and Daytona. They're not right? related. That's, isn't that what you call his daughter? That's Cooper's my, daughter? That's my Cooper's daughter? No, that's Ray Green's daughter. The guy he was oh. asking about, Ray Green, is like on his team. Oh. Like he's oh. he's the head of his you know his team, his truck team, uh, the Cooper's race team. And so then the, they see the car driving. He was like, "Who? If you're not driving the car, then who oh. is?" And then it turns out to be the town. So they're just friends. I just thought it was some relation. I did too. I didn't know what mm. was going on. I know. And so then um, we meet Jarrett a little later on. They go to meet Jarrett, who's her brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just like. Uh, so you're, what did, how did, what did he say to him? About he asked, how's the marriage thing yeah. going? Well, so before that, Lucas is just like, um, like Jared asked him oh. something, and then Lucas is like, well, no, actually, my mom slept with Cooper's sister's husband. Yeah, it was that weird yeah. thing. Yeah, it was just funny. It was um, complicated. But then he does ask how the marriage <laughs> is going. And it's like, not so good. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. Nate, he's like, Nate's going to be divorced before he gets a girl to even date him. And then Cooper offers him a chance to race. He's like, "Hey, you guys really want to get on the on the track tomorrow and race? But you guys have to spend the whole day in a crash course." I really don't feel that one day is enough time to learn how to race. No, I don't know. The first time I ever saw that was—I mean, I don't agree with it—but the first time I ever saw that was with. like a couple of celebrities when they were filming for a role or something mm-hmm. of how to drive and I remember them but that was only a day that they did that would you have gotten behind the wheel of a race car no I would you ever driving. I mean I'd have someone drive me but you know I feel like I needed more than a day to, to get the cause you're going in a circle what if you lose control <laughs> you know I mean you can you're at like a it just seems complicated. I was going to say, you're going in a circle. But, but it seems You're going like 120 miles per hour. Yeah, close to 200, right? And, I mean, it might be hard to keep that wheel turned. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. It takes some power. I don't know, though. I mean, I, I find it kind of enticing, like, having that much speed. Like, can you imagine having that much speed? Just... I would lose control. I kill myself. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my gosh. You don't want that. No. no. Don't do that. Um, I would like to just be passenger though. So then, uh, basically, Daytona's showing them the ropes in the uh, car. Because she's super qualified to do this. So qualified. So qualified. She's been doing this all her life. And we find out she's homeschooled. Yeah. Because I guess somebody makes a crack about a girl showing them how to drive. Nathan, I think, makes a crack about that. Possibly. So then later on, when they're in the car, in the car a little later, and they're talking about her being homeschooled, and she was like, you know, I do hate missing out on fashion and gossip. Is that what she said? Mm-hmm. But she was being sarcastic. She was like, yeah, she um, They weren't wearing helmets. They were not. She wasn't even. No, I was like, that is not right. Like, what is they all should be in like gear and helmets right now. Yeah. Even yeah. if they're just riding, you know. I mean, and then she, she spun out to, to scare them. I know. She was up to one sixty. Is it? Damn. Yeah. Can you imagine that speed? It's like, I ever would request a helmet. <laughs> like, excuse me, I need a suit and a helmet, please. <laughs> I am not going to get thrown out of this damn windshield. Break your neck. Yeah. She needs the suit. But she did. She, she spun I need out. a fireproof yeah, suit. She, she spun out to scare them, which I thought was pretty 
reckless. That was extremely reckless. Um, that was terrible. And so then later on, they're like camping out somewhere. I don't even know where the hell they were. Were they on the track? I, I think they were on the track. Were. I think they were like in that green part in the middle yeah. of the track. They're just camping out. It's so like, strange. And they told us like, I'm gonna play a song because she has the guitar. And I guess yeah. she plays the guitar. And so he was, she's like, What do you guys want me to play? And so he's, like, Nathan's like, Surprise, surprise me. me. So she starts playing the, when, the when the stars go, go blue. blue. It's like, really? I know, right? So coincidental. But maybe it's just really easy to play on the guitar. Probably. <laughs> what? She well, said it was some... Well, it's Ryan Adams, originally. Yeah. It was not her. It's right, because she's cover. like, yeah, it's Ryan Adams. Yeah, because he gets upset. Yeah, he did. Nathan did. What's well, the last thing away. he wants to hear? And it is. And then she's just like, I wish I could just help him. I was like, bitch, you don't care. <laughs> and so Lucas is like, what was he like when he was a kid? Which is, uh, but she said he was really nice. She was kind. Yeah. He was kind and yeah. sweet. Yeah. And I'm like, can you imagine? Yeah. Um, I couldn't. So then we find out a little bit more about Cooper. Because um, Cooper's wife, actually, you know, we, she left him. <laughs> um, he was a mess. Um, he resented her. Right? Yeah, I didn't really write a whole lot about that, honestly. (laughs) Oh, he resented her because she wanted other things besides him. Um, And he wouldn't give up racing. And so then Nathan talks about how he gave up basketball. You know, for Haley. Yeah, I remember that. But then Cooper says maybe that's why she left. Yeah, he's like, maybe you're not the person she fell in love with, and maybe she's not who you thought. People Mm -hmm. change. Mm -hmm. And it's got to be true love for the both of you. And he's like, what if it still is? And he's like, fight for it. And he's like, what if it wasn't? And he's just kind of like, oh. He's like, that's the tough part. Yeah, that's the tough part. That it wasn't. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was interesting because I don't, I don't think that's why she left. Because he no, gave up basketball. I don't think so either. I don't know. I mean, I would be upset if somebody gave up something like that for me. Because I'm just like, I don't ever want to be the reason why you don't follow through with something like that. Like a you know, high right. flyers or a tour. You know what I mean? This is a once in a lifetime opportunity something that you can something that's honestly you could never try to recreate you know, recreate or, or mm-hmm. do on your own. I'd be really upset if you were just like, Well, I'm not gonna do it because of you but I don't think I would like She didn't ask him to give up basketball she did not for ask her. Because he lied to her and told her that <laughs> it didn't that he didn't I know. Have. So I don't understand why he did that anyways. Then she no. threw it back up in his face though. Yeah. That he didn't that he didn't get chosen for high five. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That he shouldn't be jealous of her. I remember yeah. that. But, I mean, even though, I mean, I understand that she may not have told him to do all of that for in regards to basketball, but you have to admit that he has definitely changed. And, I mean, drastically changed from who he was and who she first met. Yeah. And so, for me, looking at that, it's, it is kind of, it's easier to see if she left him for that. You know, like, hey, this is not who I married, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And he talks about how bracing is like 200 mile per hour therapy. therapy. So whatever. So, okay, whatever you gotta do. To and then, right now, then there's car better. talk prepping them to race because I could care less. Yes, and then they race. Yeah. Um, and that happens. And, and I wrote down, obviously, this is not them driving. And I was like, how obviously. much of the budget was actually spent on this? Because they would have to have, yeah. like, I mean, pay the drivers. Even if, yeah, even if they would have to pay the drivers, they would have to pay people to be there. And be on hand just so they can film people going in laps. Yeah. And then the close-ups of them in the cars, you know? Which kind of looked real, honestly. It did. So, yeah. It really did look real. So I'm just like, oh, but... Um, Except when she was spinning out of control. And now you're going to... Yeah, and Cooper bumps Nathan when he's winning. Yeah. So I'm just like, Which really? Which is so <laughs> to me. 
Well, he's a man child, so I feel like he just couldn't he couldn't afford to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then Nathan doesn't bring the car into the pit after the race is over. He just right? keeps on you know? going. And he's like, "What are you doing, Nathan?" He's like, "I need some two hundred mile per hour therapy." Oh boy. And I then he goes eight be because I guess when they were doing it earlier, he tells him not to go above seven or something. Yeah, I think he and I watch how he goes eight. Question yeah, mark. I was like, like it hits eight. <laughs> I was, like, oh. I was like, whoa, he hit an eight. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> not an eight. Um, but then he's kind of having those memories. Of yeah. Haley. Yeah. And so he's just driving, and you think he's just lost in these memories of yeah. Haley, and so he doesn't see the wall, and he crashes. Yeah, and then the car is on fire. Yeah, and they all rush onto the track, and it's super dramatic. And it yeah, it was very dramatic. Lucas and, and Cooper pull him out the car, and I don't even know what Lucas is like shouting. I just remember looking at his face and was like, "This is some good acting from Chad Michael Murray." It, yeah, it was. It was, it was. It was. It was some good scary. acting from Chad. He's like, "Oh, Nathan!" He's like holding Nathan in his arms, like, "Oh yeah. my God, brother!" It's like, it was. It was some good well, it's you. Know, he could be dead. Yeah. Yeah, because he was not, he was unconscious. Yeah. Point. So they take him to the ER, and he makes Lucas promise not to call Haley. Yeah. Which is like dumbass. I was like, like that's so point. stupid. It's like, you could die. Yeah. And so when Deb and Dan get there, the doctor tells him that he has blunt trauma to his chest and lungs. They're collapsing. Um, he's losing blood. Mm-hmm. Um, and Deb will, Deb was like, I'll donate. Right, because she's a match, I guess. And then Dan tells Cooper that he better be okay. I think yeah. we'll stop here and then yeah. just kind of go back and until we get to this to this point. So, who do you guys want to talk about now? Maybe we could talk about good old Andy. 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 He's oh, pretty right. short. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's talking about ethics again in <laughs> class. Yeah. It's just like, why is ethics coming up so many times in his class? I feel like it's because they don't, you know, like they don't know how to write him actually teaching a business class, so they just keep coming back to ethics. Because <laughs> I'm just, just like get a business book and <laughs> like, go from I mean, there. You know, it's just like ethics. Remember when I talked about ethics? Uh, I guess he was. I guess he was going somewhere with that. But and Dan is there. Exactly. I'm like, oh hell no, he is not in his classroom. Yeah, I was just like, oh my god. And he's just like, I'm auditing. He's like, get out. I was like, what are you doing in my classroom? I'm auditing the class. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, oh my god, Dan. Um, he's like, you know, you're talking about ethics. I have a hypothetical about a guy uh, digging up dirt on a, on someone that's a threat to him or something like that. Yeah. Yep. And um, what did he call him though? Mm-hmm. Because he gave Andy a new name. Well, that was after he was like, and you want to talk about Because then oh, yeah, he's like, get right, out. Right, right. And so then he's just like, I got another quadrant about ethics. He was just like, well, let's say there's a professor who's sleeping with his students. We'll just call him Randy. And we'll uh-huh. call her Sharon. Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And Karen's like sitting front row just like, you motherfucker. Uh-huh. Well, you know what? He's getting mad. And then um, she had, she made me rewind it because I missed it. But she has her like notebook. Yeah. And like, damn, like. He like t- like pulls his note pulls her notebook towards uh-huh. him. She like pulls it back. Yeah. And I was like, really? Um. And so he was just like, Randy is a hypocrite, and mm. it's he's a candidate for dismissal because Sharon is passing. She's got an A. Yeah. He's just like disgust. Just like I just really? you know I don't know I liked it. It was funny. It was funny. Dan, Dan you know he 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 knew that was gonna happen. He's gonna yeah. get him back somehow. And I was like, does he really care about this teaching job? Like, that's what was going through my mind. That's what's going through my mind, too. And later on, Karen's talking to him on the phone. 
and she was just like, you know, he has to do something about this, yeah, and she, and she hasn't told uh, uh, Deb about Jules and, and Keith and everything, but she was just like, she will now, and she hopes Deb destroys him. Mm-hmm. So then uh, later on, there Andy comes in. And he tells her that the relationship was reported, mm-hmm. and he has to see the dean tonight. Yeah. yeah. So what kind of dean holds meetings that night? So after he sees the dean, he meets up with Karen, and he tells her, "Hey, you can either um, end the relationship or, or lose, lose his your job." job. Yeah. So he quit. He quit. He and Karen is like, "But you love teaching." He's like, I don't want another woman in my life. He's like, not as much as I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Other teaching jobs. I know. It's like, who's going to hire you? And I'm just like, I just feel like Karen is going to ruin this. Yeah, because she doesn't love him, I think, as as much as he loves her. Yeah. Well, she's still pining over Keith. Exactly, because she's pining over Keith. That's what I'm saying. She's pining over Keith, and I'm just like, oh my fucking God. You got this rich Andy man. Who quit his job so he wouldn't have to end his relationship with you? Who paid for this boy's lawyer just because he worked for you? Who's, like, trying to take down your ex with your son? Who dug up dirt on this woman for Keith just because you asked him to? Like, come on. On. It's like whatever he wants, you better give it to him, Karen. <laughs> he uh, deserves it. <laughs> you can be his trophy wife. You'll never she have. She does not want to be a trophy wife. He's still uh, and so then Andy's waiting for Dan in his office. <laughs> He's sitting in his chair. I'm like, oh shit, what's Andy gonna do? He's just like little man, get out of my office. I yeah, know, oh, little man. Mm-hmm. Um, and Andy's just like, have, do you have any kind of faith, Dan? And Dan's like, I don't, I don't believe in anything or something like that. Yeah. And Dan, um, he threatens to personally remove Andy. Yeah, he was like, I'm gonna give you. A, he's like, I don't believe in anything, but, but he was like, I don't believe in anything, but giving you the chance to remove yourself. Um, and Andy was like, you know, Dan, I believe in karma. Karma. And um, <laughs> Dan is like, he's like, or Dan is like, threaten me like a. He's like, if you're gonna threaten me, threaten me like a man. Yeah. And then he's like, Kama will find you. He's like, I went, I went to put, he's like, I just want to push it in the right direction. <laughs> and so then uh, I run down, and he's like, hey, he's like, oh, Andy, there's a job application. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Dan. Oh, Dan Scott. Dan crazy. abused me. Yeah. Um, and then I think we can stop there with Andy. Yeah, that's it for Andy now. Well, there's a little well, there's scene a with him. Well, well, we'll, I, further, we'll but, get there with it. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, I guess Brooke and Peyton and Luke. Brooke, Peyton, we can just talk about them together. I really don't care about them too much. I okay. don't care, but that's okay. So at the beginning of the episode, uh, yeah, Brooke has never been de- decent because Lucas comes in with the. Uh, oh yeah, asked him decent. Yeah, he's like, "Are you decent?" She's like, "I've never been decent." She's like, "I'm dressed, but I've never been decent." And he has his uh his shreddings and he's like I'm gonna yeah. stash it in the closet. Uh, and that's when he tells her that he's gonna go on a road trip with Nathan. Yeah, and he's like we're, they're but they're both worried about Peyton. Right. Um and he was he tells Brooke 
to tell Peyton that if he needs, if she needs anything, he'll be there for her. Right. So I'm like, it's kind of nice that he actually shows some consideration for Peyton, because I really feel yeah. like lately it's been really one-sided with him only really caring about Brooke. Oh, yeah. But I feel like finally he kind of acknowledged that Peyton existed uh-huh. by saying, like, if she needs something, yeah. like, tell her. Like, you, you know what I mean? About Peyton, because you had that steamy little thing for a minute it, there. The time he did try, remember she was just like, oh, you're like, right. You're right. I'm like we're friends. But they had it. Yeah, but that, but that, but that kind of plays to this whole thing is that this whole season he's really kind of been isolated from Peyton. Like if if I was a Leighton shipper, I'd be like, I guess they're dropping that couple because they've literally been isolated since like the back half of season one when she first started Which I'm getting okay with Jake. With. You know. Yeah, I'm okay with. I'm not. Yeah. I guess. Um, oh, we got to talk about Deb, too. I just wrote out Deb is still doing drugs. Yeah. yeah. Um, what and so then uh, <laughs> they're all hanging out with uh, with with the, the uh, Karen at the, yeah. at the club. Mm-hmm. And Peyton just wants to be bummed for a little bit. Um, like, why is she so busty? Like, Deb. Like, I'm stuck on that. Okay. She, she, she did not have on a bra, as I pointed yeah. out, and her oh, breasts were, like, hanging down there. Oh, my God. And they were just sagging, <laughs> and, and I was like, sagging. I was like, Deb, you are a mess now. <laughs> Get off it those pills. so bad. I was like, last season, they kept them up, you know? Well, that's what a bra does. But this and time, that's why we wear bras, so we're not just all over the place. <laughs> but she looks like a grandma. Like, I mean, yeah, she did. Like... She's just sitting there dancing, got this, got this shawl on. I'm just like, why are your boobs? Like, She's, I mean, I didn't want to point it out and be like, oh, why are you standing at her boobs? But I'm like, but you know, it was very noticeable. She's reverting to her hippie days or something. She, she like, looked she awful. It was so know. weird. Cause she's spending the day. But anyway, Peyton's spending the day with Karen and Brooke, and so I even wrote that she enters club with her boobs <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Because Deb walks in and she's oh just like, how are you? You know, are you still drinking or whatever? And she's just like, no, I'm just trying to stay positive. Oh and she's, yeah, she's going to turn over a new leaf. And I was like, well, that's good. And then Karen. It's just like, see, Dan hired Jules to sleep with Ke- or to, to marry Keith and leave at the R or something, whatever. She goes, Dan paid Jules to seduce Keith. And, and she like, goes, really? and then Dad's like, life sucks, I need a drink. Yeah. So then she starts drinking. Yeah, because like, oh, Brooke had teased her about drinking before mm-hmm. when she walked in. And so then all the girls miss something. Brooke is like, I miss money. And Deb is like, I miss Nate. And Karen's like, I miss Keith. And Peyton's like, I miss Jake. And then Deb wants to dance because she feels bad. And I definitely wrote down. And I was like, she feels bad and high. Deb needs a bra, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. That's <laughs> in my notes. I was she like, just totally forgot about that. For it was reason. not cute. <laughs> well, I mean, it was, it was terrible. And then Brooke driving Deb home. I was like, you ought to oh, be yeah. ashamed of yourself. Brooke? Brooke I'm sorry. I mean, uh, Deb, Deb, yeah. Yeah. That Brooke had to drive her home. Like a teenager is having to drive your whole service. drunk ass. That's her service. That's her service. You know, they should give Brooke Davis credit for Uber, you know? She was the beginning of oh, Uber. Oh, my goodness. No? No. But no. No. Not exactly. Uh, no. <laughs> and there so she, no apps at that time. So Deb is obviously upset that the house is empty. You know, she's, like, standing there looking at it outside. Mm-hmm. But Brooke goes under her next stair, who's mouth, and he's like, I'm super drunk! Mom! I know. And I was like, no way. And I was like, he's totally, he looks like, like he's faking this. Yeah. I was like, this is really bad acting. Like, I was yeah. looking at it. Because, like, like he doesn't really look drunk yeah, at like, all. So we need to just drive around. Yeah. I can't I go home. Because, you know. 
She's like, she's like, I have to take you someplace. And he's like, okay, yeah. okay, I'm not drunk. I just wanted to hang out with you. And I was, I was like, that makes sense, sense now. Ugh, he's so <laughs> gross. <laughs> we certainly can't have him on the show now. <laughs> Don't ask him here. You just called him John gross. the actor, the character. <laughs> oh. The character of mouth is so oh, okay. gross. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> His obsession. He's obsessed. Yeah. Like, I can't feel like I'm watching an episode of Criminal Minds play out. <laughs> I just wanted you to drive around with me in the car. I know, that's pretty weird. I know, like, it's weird. Uh, it's weird. But she's okay with it, you know. Well, so then her next fair is Erica. Erica Marsh. 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 And so she's drunk and things. She's upset because some of the friends of Felix's that she decided to hang out with got grabby. And I was like, yeah. but she looked like something else totally It looked happened. like she was molested. molested. <laughs> yeah, like she did. Because I was like, are you sure? She uh, even, um, Brooke asked, are you sure are that's you all sure? that what happened? She was like, I'm scared and disappointed. Yeah, I was like, she would have so I, I guess, guess she's, she's just kind of freaked out, maybe. I don't know. Thinking thought... about what could have happened, maybe. I don't and then know. I was like, let's go get food. I know. Yeah. I was like, okay. Like, the worst. This is so weird right now. Um... And so while that's happening, Peyton's ripping up contacts in her book. Oh, yeah, she did do that. But she had really – her contacts oh, were really that, cute in her that book. That was her contacts? Yeah. That was like her little address book that. thing. It's an address book. I didn't know that. She, she, she had little drawings for Anna. each person. Yeah. Oh, Anna's okay. gone. Okay. Yeah, I guess we can say bye-bye yeah. to Hannah. Yeah, she flashed back on people always leave, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. doing that. And I was like, oh, he technically didn't leave. Who, Jake? No, he's in jail. He just leave. He just no, don't want to see her. He's still there. Yeah. So then Erica thanks Brooke and Mal for hanging out with her. She asked Mal to walk her home. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I'm going to hang out with Brooke. And Brooke's like, no, go. Be yeah. creepy to somebody else. Please. Brooke's like, I want none of this. But he started to go at first. And then he was like, oh, Brooke. Yeah. But do you really think Brooke wants to hang out with you even more? No. Mal? No. So Why then, did you even ask? So then Peyton calls Safe Ride. She's like, is this the Safe Ride program? Because I really I really need somebody to pick me up because I just need to feel safe for a night. Yeah. I was like, oh. Um, and so then Erica and Marsh, they kiss, basically. She's Erica and like, Mal. Yeah, she's like, I love what you said about Brooke. And she's like, I almost voted for her. And he's like, oh, well, I was, I was going to ask you out, but you know, now I guess I won't. And she was yeah. just like, I've been kind of pretending this was a date. It's like, okay. Bye. And so then she kisses him. He's like, he's like, he's like, well, he asked her, did we have fun? Mm -hmm. And she kisses him, and he's just like, well, what do you say? And he's like, I say we had a blast. (laughs) I know. I was like, oh my goodness. Is this his first kiss? Maybe. On the lips. Oh, okay. Yeah, thanks. Because Brooke kissed him on the cheek. I'm just like, I don't believe that she'd be interested in him. But then again, she she was drunk. But she did get molested by all those guys, those bad guys. So probably she just wanted somebody sweet like Mal. Yeah. Erica. It might not last, though. No. Because I can't see her actually. Oh, my gosh, no. Thank you. Thank you. I can't see that. That she was just weird. did not. Um, so then we'll go Whitey. Well, I mean, this is this part. I mean, it's not a Oh, yeah, Whitey went to see Peyton. Yes. Um, He's like, better lock your door. He's like some crazy old man. <laughs> like, just walk in. And I was like, damn it, Peyton, are you still not locking <laughs> your goddamn door? I feel door? like every person keeps telling her. I feel like something bad's gonna happen. Right? I feel like I've always felt like something bad's <laughs> gonna happen, especially with that Nikki bitch. You yeah, know, like are you scared. not locking not your door? Of some old man. So you're I gonna get like, stabbed in your sleep, Peyton. I think if my if my parents had left us, well, they did leave us home like that when they first moved down here. But I'm like, if they left us at home for periods of time because they knew we could take care of ourselves, and they came back and found out we had the doors unlocked, oh they would. They, I mean, they would have a fit. 
Uh-huh. And I feel like Peyton's dad should be like I'm just saying that's just ridiculous. Um, but he tells her, um, yeah. he was just like, uh, she was like, have a seat on the bed. Because there was nowhere to sit. And he was just like, the PTA yeah. saw this. He was yeah, like, field day with this. Um, <laughs> yeah, and he tells her that Jenny is in Florida with with family, I guess, right. basically. Um, and he was just like, Jake told... And then we found out that Jake told Peyton not to visit anymore because it's right. hard. And Whitey is like, Jake, Jake misses both his... He's like, you know, I know you miss your mom and I miss my wife. But Jake misses both the women in his life. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, whatever. Um... And that was the it. Well, is this healthy? Hmm? I said, why the right down is this healthy? That Whitey's in there talking to her? I don't know what I meant. And then later on in the episode, Brooke takes out the shreddings and starts working on them. Yes. And Peyton's like sitting outside the jail like a crazy person. Yeah. She was sitting in the car. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I wrote that down. So, like, those don't really converge with the other stuff, so... Well, we, we really just need to go back to Nathan, I guess, well, in the hospital. Dan. Right? We touch on Deb real quick. Right. In the hospital. No, Dan finds Deb passed out. Oh, that part. Yard. I forgot about that. <laughs> and then he turns his sprinklers <laughs> yeah. on. Like, he walks over and you think, oh, he's going to wake her up. Steps <laughs> and he steps her. over. He, does, he does not care about her. <laughs> he turns on the sprinklers. Oh, he did. And so then uh, he calls Deb a lawn gnome. Oh, and I forgot Anna about Nicole. Yes. Yeah, after she woke up, um, she's like, "I know about jewels." And he's like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm she... boiling water to throw on you." Yeah. Oh, do it, do it. I'll and do he's, it. And he's, he's like, like, "What's the honey <laughs> for? <laughs> the syrup so it'll stick to you." <laughs> like, damn, damn. <laughs> I learned something new when I watched that with the first. I was like, "Does it actually work?" Does it? I don't know. I want to find out, but I don't want to find out. You can put on your arm. And she basically basically confesses that she um, prayed for Dan to die when he yeah, was in the hospital, and um, his grief. Like oh well, she just woke up from the yard. So, uh, I know, she <laughs> That's what happens when you don't wear a bra. You <laughs> <laughs> get all effed up. <laughs> I know. Oh my god! But she's like, I'm walking out the door uh, because if I, one of us doesn't leave, one of us will die. Really intense shit. Well, you know she's been taking those pills. I'm like, good for Deb though, because um, I mean, good for her for acknowledging that hey, it's gotten to a point that one of us is gonna kill the other one. We need to move on. We need to let this go. Like they, she was in this false insecurity after the heart attack. I was gonna say because they're Because I feel like (laughs) that would confuse a lot of people. Like I feel like if somebody did me as wrong as Dan did. And they had a heart attack. I probably would want to be there to help take care of you out of obligation. But I'm just like, eventually, I would be pouring hot water with syrup or grits on you in your Ooh, sleep. You damn. Know? Hot grits. Hot grits. Ooh. Hot grits. Yeah. I guess I'm selfish. You wouldn't have stayed there. I up. would not. Mm-mm. I made sure that you were well before I left. Made sure someone was there. And honey, I will see you on the flip side. I left his ass. Look at me. Oh, what? If Simon was Dan and yeah. we, were <laughs> <laughs> we were about to divorce and he had a heart attack. Married to Dan. Shit, I'd drop him off at his mom. Hello? Hello? <laughs> really? Somebody gonna love your ass because I'm Yeah. Gonna Sorry. Life is but no. Me. <laughs> uh, if that, I mean, that would be it. You know? uh, that would be it. That's I would it. not even look back. I cut, cut it off, man. <laughs> 
Charlie messaged me on Facebook. Said bye bye. Oh <laughs> you know, you know me and Jimmy are on the same yeah, page. <laughs> no, I gotta focus on me. <laughs> exactly. Mm, exactly. Put me through hell. Bye. Oh yeah. Bye bye. <laughs> anyway. I'm done with oh, both y'all. Whatever. Is so, that when Deb gets yeah. a phone call about Nathan? Yeah, she gets a phone call about Nathan, and okay. then we kind of get back to where we were with now earlier we're with back. Nathan. Okay. Yeah. And Deb was like, she was going to donate the blood, and um, they were talking about something about how well he was, or something like that, and all the blood they had to put, or something weird. And she was just like, what was wrong? He needed more blood than that, or something like right. that? Right. Well, no, no, she, um, they said, you know, we found someone who had the matching blood, Correct. and she's yeah. like, you know, what was wrong? And he said her blood was unusable. How long have you abused prescription drugs? drugs? I was like, first, what he just know that? Like well, I'm sure if they pull your blood, work? yeah, I'm sure they test they have it to before, check that, yeah. before they give it to someone else because otherwise they'd be liable. But I'm like, would you really tell her that? <laughs> I mean, it's like, her son and her husband. That bluntly, though. I, he looked like he didn't do any fucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> how long have you been on the shit? like an old man you know he's seen it all he's he's gonna tell it how it is but then he said it and just walked away <laughs> like, like, not like not just drop the mic how long you been a piece of drugs <laughs> and he just turned around in a whiff of in a whiff of lab yeah, coat he's got other patients to see to worry about yeah, yeah. so and so then uh that's the, gotta hurt you, then know? It had to. you can't even donate your blood to your son because yeah. of what you've done to yourself and luke is called brooke because brooke shows up yeah. right. by the way and i wrote that down i thought that was cute because she was there for him you know it's coming we're heading towards the end of the uh, season they this whole season building them up but she's supposed to be leaving after the oh, that's right. summer yeah, or after for the summer. Before the summer, yeah. But when the summer comes, she's yes. leaving. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, and so then Deb, uh, oh, Dan, yeah. she's like in the church or something like that, and Dan comes. He's like, "How long? It's how long?" Yeah. She was just like, "Since I quit my job." Yeah. He's like, "Really?" And then Disney asks why. Yeah, he asks yeah, why. And she goes, "I'm married to you." <laughs> like, well, okay. Oh, yes, I mean, can, you know, he yeah. gets that. I'm sure. And so then Dan sees Coop again. <sighs> Because when he saw him the first time, he's like, you better pray he's okay. Yeah. When Deb went to go give him blood. And so now it's just like, like they just have some sort of weird shoving. It's like, oh, I know. Oh, oh. Well, they're pushing each other. And then Andy just shows up. Like, why are Andy and Karen well, there? Well, Lucas is there. So. I guess. I mean, and they're trying to be there to support. Yeah. yeah. But why is Andy there? Because he's going wherever his woman goes. Yeah, exactly. He's and a little Dan man that he's going to. Yeah. So Andy stops them from fighting, and he's like, I was the comma, Dad. Yeah, I know. I was going to punch him. But I was just like, really? This boy's in the hospital. I don't. You don't need to be bringing up karma right now. I mean, this is a completely different thing. Than and then randomly, we cut back to the... I actually am not opposed to the whole karma thing. Really? Because, yeah. hey, you just got... This is first off. You've done all this bullcrap to both of our kids, quote-unquote, my girlfriend's child and whatever else. And you just made me lose my job, like, just yesterday. <laughs> but you know his son's in the hospital. Yeah. You know, so how would you feel if Dan know. had like how would Andy have felt had Dan had said that to Karen if it was Lucas in yeah. the situation? Again, I'm really surprised Dan didn't punch him. I'm really surprised he did. Well, how would so you feel somebody did that to you in that situation? I'm not as heartless as Dan. You know that would piss me off. Don't get me wrong, that would definitely piss me off. But being Andy, I can. Oh, 
He's a little fiery uh, New Zealander. Yeah. <laughs> right, punch some ass. <laughs> um, so then we just randomly cut back to Daytona and Lucas at the damn track. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know how much time has passed at this point, but she's staying there. She was like, Nathan's an athlete. His instinct would have been to turn left. Yeah, I was like, what, what, the, what the hell? He plays basketball. He drive cars. Wait, what are you saying here? You're an idiot. You she was just like, him. he didn't turn. He tried to crash. He yeah. ate for the wall. Really dramatic. And then they're prepping Nate for surgery. And, yeah, that was that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. That's it. That was it. That is that episode. That was that episode. So, it's why I'm wide awake. It's morning. Had an 8.8 user rating on IMBD. Wow, that's a freaking awesome. And I know we're all going to be a bit lower than an eight, I'm uh, sure. I think so. <laughs> I'm definitely going to say a six and a half to maybe a seven. I was at a seven. Yeah. Seven as well. Right. Very low seven. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, it's a very seven. low seven. It's like a seven point oh yeah. one. What, that, that brought it up to a seven? That's it. Yeah. Because that, that was the only storyline that really felt. Well, I mean, Andy. I think it brought Andy's storyline. Um, so, favorite character? <sighs> I'm pro Andy because I'm happy he chose Karen <laughs> over his job. <laughs> That's the only thing I'm happy about this episode. I'm with Andy too. Because I'm like, with Andy oh, too, but only because he's oh done. Oh my god! Oh, because all of the Andy in this episode. I'm, I was like, he's, done, he's <laughs> such a great character. Like, he is right. Like sitting at Dan's desk, I was I like, know. oh my god. Well, just his journey from the, from when he came in to now, you're just like, this guy is like really. He's a really class. Like I love Andy. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm going to be really upset if Cam ruins this. Oh, me too. I mean, that would be the dumbest decision she ever made. Did she have a most relatable character? I didn't. Oh. No. (laughs) Say Erica Marsh. Yeah? Yeah. Which, I don't understand. I mean, I'm just gonna say that and leave it out there. I don't need to talk about it. You have to say how you're. Right I mean, thank now, you. you know. I've been in a situation very similar to hers, so I'm just gonna throw that out there and leave just, it there. And okay. Just okay. That, you know. Um, Hopefully, you didn't kiss anyone like Mel afterwards. <laughs> I think I did kiss a mouth afterwards. Oh. I mean, someone you probably could say was a mouth. Yeah. <laughs> probably. But. Oh. Maybe anyway. we'll just leave that there. Yeah, we'll leave that there. All right, so I got some trivia. You guys ready? Oh, yeah. The actor who plays Jarrett, uh, Jared? Daytona's brother, oh. uh, is played by Stuart Lafferty. Who? James Lafferty, who plays Nathan's real life younger brother. Oh, my goodness. Huh? <laughs> Daytona's brother, the one that looks right, okay. Nathan, the actor who plays Nathan. Uh-huh. That's his little brother. Oh, that's his real life little brother. Yeah, that's brother. his real life little brother. Okay, gotcha. I thought you were saying that <laughs> uh-huh. he played his little brother. I'm like, he played his little brother, but he, I don't understand. <laughs> I was like, but okay, I got you. Um, when Cooper drops some money, there are three bills, or when Nate picks it up, there are only two. I don't know. Oh, I thought it was folded. I thought it was more too. money than, than three and two. I thought it was like five bills, but. Because it just fell. Um, this episode's title originated from the album I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning, originally sung by Bright Eyes. And the actress who plays Daytona. She looked kind of familiar. She so familiar. I've seen her somewhere. Did you ever watch the movie Snow Day? Yes. She was the lead girl in Snow Day. Snow Day? Wait. Snow Day. Where, like, they were fighting the plowman, and she's done a, a couple things. I think I have, but it's just been a very long time. But I know why you might think she really looks really familiar. Why? Was she in the faculty? 
Mm, no. I feel like she was in a scary movie. She might have been. I don't know. She looks so familiar. She looks so freaking familiar. And I'm just like, I don't know where I know her from. Like her face is she's also scary. a singer, too. She's sung on a lot of different soundtracks. No, I would not have. Um, but she was um, in the Babysitter's Club early on. <gasps> I don't know who she was in the Babysitter's no Club. No way! Okay. What yes. She. Oh my gosh! She was that woman. She. I know who she is. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Who was she in the Babysitter's Club? I can't remember the name, but I can see her now. As she played Christy Thomas in the Babysitter's Club yep. movie. Yep. In 1995. It's what we call Trading Mom. My friend Joe, Snow Day, Skeletons in the Closet, Orange County, One Tree Hill, American Gush, an episode of Law and Order, she's a movie called I'm Reed Fish, a movie called Restless, she's a movie called The Best of Me that just came out. She was in an episode of Fear the Walking Dead. Ugh, no. But I know why you might think she looks familiar, like she was in a horror movie. Her mother is none other than Sissy Spacek. Are you kidding me? Yeah, who is that? She, Carrie? She played Carrie. Oh. I could so uh, see that now. Yes. Yeah. Why you just wow. I love that. Uh, so <laughs> I love it. Wow. Okay. okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm it is. I'm like, I like you just named, like, I have no idea. Like, well, I, I saw Snow Day. I remember it was for my friend Alex's birthday in middle school. We all drove to Chilla Coffee and we watched Snow Day in theaters. So that's where I remembered her from. I was like, she looks so familiar. She's been in something that I've seen. And so when I looked her up, I was like, oh, she was in Snow Day. And then I saw that her mom was in That space. title sounds really familiar. I'm, I'll have to look that movie up. <laughs> um, cool. So, yeah. I mean, music, I don't really know any of these songs. I don't know if you know any of these songs. I don't really know. Oh. I didn't even choose a song for the... Um, um my goodness. <laughs> I mean, I know the band Velvet Revolver. And that's about it. Alrighty, great. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, um, this is a song called "Sunshine and Cinnamon." At Abe Abilene by Damian Gerardo, probably played during the coda. Song by Matthew Ryan, irrelevant. Again, if you're interested in what music plays in an episode, go check it out. Um, there was a clothing voice closing voiceover by um, Lucas, um, which was Stephen King once wrote, "Time takes it all, whether you want it to or not. Time takes it all. Time bears it away, and in the end, there is only darkness. Sometimes we find others in the dark, not darkness in that darkness, and sometimes we lose them there again." Mm. All right. Stephen so we're gonna take a. A break, I guess. Okay. All right. Short break. Yeah, short break. Try on these Warby Parker glasses we got. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness, yes. Yeah. All right, take a break. Breathe in for luck. Breathe in so deep. This air is blessed. You share with me. This night is wild, so calm and dull. These hearts they race from self-control. Oh my gosh, such a great break, guys! Trying on those Warby Parker glasses we got in from our um, free in-home try-on five days. WarbyParker.com. You guys check it out. Really great frames. They're really um, fancy. I posted some pictures on Twitter of. Um, 
me and uh, Jimmy L trying on some of the Warby Parker glasses. I took some pictures of Jeanette tonight trying them on, so I'll put them on no, there too. No, you won't. <laughs> I wish. I'm. I just don't look very good. I'm sick. <laughs> I'm sick. I oh my gosh. <laughs> so, well, I suppose if it's on Twitter, I won't see it. Yeah, so it doesn't really matter. Is it true? It's true. So do what you want. Let's yeah. not put that one up. <laughs> I'm putting all of them up. Under our Twitter, at only OTH Pod, guys, we will see pictures of Jeanette in Warby Parker glasses for my free in-home try-on from Warby Parker. So uh, let's talk about this next episode. It's entitled Lifetime Piling Up. Me? Oh, am I going to read it again? Yeah, Jimmy refused to. Well, here we go. Um, This episode was written by Mark B. Perry, directed by Les Butler. Les Butler. And the original air date was May the 10th, 2005. Um, What if, unconscious after his racetrack crash, Nathan dreams of how life could have turned out? He is the abandoned, illegitimate son, and Lucas is the pampered, arrogant star of the Ravens basketball team. I did not like this episode. <laughs> I hated it so much. <laughs> I was like, this is the Does worst. everyone else hate this episode? <laughs> I don't what even is, want no. to talk about this episode. I hate it so much. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. Just like, it's so, but it's probably because we, we become so used to the way that the show is. Like, I was just like, and I, no offense to Chad Michael Murray, but he could not play bad. Oh, well, no. <laughs> he has no edge. People with edge, no without Wait, edge, cannot disagree? play bad. I don't know, in the beginning of it, I was just like, yo, he's getting on my damn nerves. But later on, like the last few scenes of him playing Nathan's character, I think were pretty good. Alright, so, because it's, it's opens with Nathan on the table, and then automatically we just like, wait, Lucas is going for a run now, Dan is, is taking, I don't even know, ass? What? <laughs> he's, take, he's taking ass. What? What? Oh my gosh, what the hell are you I talking about? Dan is taking ass. Um, Alka Seltzer, Alka Seltzer. Oh my God! He's taking Alka Seltzer. Oh, I didn't even see that. He was. He was saying Teddy plops some Alka Seltzer in the glass. That's He's like, you want to work out after school, son? And oh. it, this seems normal because they, you know, they've kind of had his relationship. So we're like, great. Until Karen walks in, and and he's like, what like, the fuck? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And then he kissed her on the cheek. I was like, cheek. this is a damn dream now. Yeah. When he kissed her on the cheek, I was like, really? Really? I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I'm surprised the characters yeah. even did that. <laughs> so basically, in this alternate universe, it's basically the pilot all over again, mm-hmm. but with Nathan playing the role of Lucas. It's it's if Dan oh. chose to be with Karen and not with Dan. Right. Which is so weird how they played all of it out. Like, I just, uh-huh. it's just freakish. It was, weird. Like, it is really weird. Um, Nathan has the crew on the river court. So Skills, Mouth, yes. Junk, and Furky are Nathan's friends. So and not Lucas's friends. And he's got a hoodie that says, what's it say? Deb's Den. Den. Yeah. I was like, sin. what the hell? Yeah. And Nathan, but this episode, instead of revolving around Lucas wanting the team, being on the team and wanting to be with Peyton, this episode revolves around Nathan wanting to be at High Flyers, basically. Right. Um, so... And Lucas and Peyton are together in this reality, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't get along. Their relationship is just as bad as... Nathan and Peyton. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
She he cuts off her loser walk in the car, and they almost hit Nathan the same way. Right. Peyton almost hit Lucas in the very first episode. Was Peyton driving? Peyton was yes. driving because she was driving she in the was. car. Okay, she was. Okay, she was. He was wearing his hoodie, and he stopped and stared at them. And um, <coughs> Peyton <coughs> says, "I'm sorry." To... She did. She yeah, she melted. And I was like, "Are they really gonna try to convince us that Nathan and Peyton are star-crossed lovers in this alternate reality?" Like, I'm not here for it. No. Um. And um. But we see Peyton's journey kind of the same journey as it was. It took her several episodes to get there originally, but in this ep- in this one, Lucas is a jerk. She doesn't want to be with him anymore. Right. He treats Nathan rude. They break up. She helps Nathan get to the game. Like that's 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 her story. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Like that's a, it's so hard to try to break it up by character because right. they all are supporting Nathan in this weird dreamland. Um, but Peyton tells him at that point when they almost hit him, she's like that. Um, so that could have been you if your mom was married, if his mom was married to Dan and not yours. Right. So I'm just like, uh, and I'm thinking at this point, I'm like, so in this reality, Deb didn't get to keep her money? Like, I don't understand. Because remember, she had the monies. But, but they talk about but, it later. Yeah, no, but Karen has money now. Yeah, apparently. But she has the But she has all these cafes. She has cafes? Yeah. Girl, it says she that. owns a lot of cafes. She was going to, oh, you know, she she's like, she's something. opening up a new she one. She surely was. She was leaving Dan, and Dan looked kind of depressed. Oh, who knows? I mean, maybe that's what Dan wanted to do. She, well, technically, she did want to do Dan's Dan, or Dan's Dan. You know, she, remember when they joked about that? Of her, of, she could have opened that up, you know, because she was like, she always wanted to do something. I remember that. Oh, because Keith, well, if we go to Keith, um, it's Keith Scott Motors. Yes, because remember, Keith talked about to Jules how he always wanted to be that a car That was basically salesman. his idea. And, and, and it was his idea. So Keith married Deb, and he made some comment about He Dan. didn't marry Deb. He didn't marry Deb. That's what I wrote down. Mm-mm. I thought that they were married. No, Mm-mm. I didn't see that part. Mm-mm. Oh, never mind. I guess I just assumed that <laughs> he's he just married a, He's Deb. just a jackass to Dan, though. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, if Dan married Deb, he'd have the money. I guess that's why I said that. If, uh, if he, because I just maybe assumed that, okay, Keith did. Because Dan is like, oh, I was approving some design for some something. Or Dan was like that. And he was like, look, why do you let you make a decision? So Dan's yeah. the assistant coach in this world. Right. Too. Yeah. He, oh, he is. Dan's pathetic. I'm not used to seeing Dan. He really Dan. is. I'm not. And he was so, like, just fragile. Not fragile, but just, I don't know, flustered. Yeah. Like, you know, walking mm-hmm. in. And I was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't like this Dan. Mm-hmm. I need my Dan Scott. Oh, Keith, I don't even like Keith being the boss. Keith, no, he looked like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and Keith called Dan Boozy. He did. <laughs> he like, did. It's like, oh my god. Well, because remember earlier on when he's when Dan said there with Luke, he's like, I had a long night, and Lucas like pulls oh, out the bottle. He was like, right. So you did have a long night. Oh, so Dan did. is really boozy. He did. Being married to Karen did not work out for him no. in this coma. Um, Dan runs a bar. Right. And Haley works there. I, I don't like, get that nuts. at all. She's wearing that damn ugly hat too. Like, yeah, I was like, they I brought it back. So they took it out of the trash oh and made her wear it. What did Deb say? To, what is she? What is Nathan saying? He's like, Kim, you went out in that hat or something like that. He's, yeah, he says something. But. but this is what we learned that in this in Nate's coma dream, Deb got cut off for having Nathan and not giving him up. Oh, is that what happened? Okay. I didn't know that. And she was like, I wouldn't have had you that if that happened. Oh, she did something. She was like, money costs happiness. She was like, look at Karen. Right. 
Um, and I was like, Haley works there, is wearing that ugly ass hat. Yes. And she teases Nathan, and Dad is like, you guys will end up married someday. Yeah. I was like, ha ha. Nathan was like, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> We're just friends, mom. We're just friends. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of like Lucas. <laughs> and there's like this weird moment where Lucas and the team are practicing on the river court with Tam, and it's a, like oh, a, yeah. a bro down for the river court, I guess. I just wrote down Lucas is a goon. Yeah. Such a goon. And then this, this is when he finds out about High Flyers and that Nathan is a finalist for High Flyers. Yeah. And he's like, oh my gosh. And Brooke is watching Nathan run. <laughs> yeah, she's eyeing him. And I'm just like, really? And so then she sneaks into the shower oh, in the yes. boys' locker room, like takes off her. T- she was like, "She's such a hoe at this point." <laughs> totally. <laughs> I was telling him, I was like, "It really made me think back to where she started at." And she was a this, hoe. This was Brooke Davis. Like, it's amazing that she's grown so much over like twenty, well, over like maybe forty something episodes. Well, a lot has happened to her. A lot has. Yeah. Losing her money has really changed her. <laughs> but she's like, the rumors are true, Mr. Size 14. Oh, that is not a true rumor. That's not, I mean, well, that's not how that works. I don't think foot size correlates to penis size. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it does. I don't think it does. It don't, doesn't. Don't believe those lies that television tells you when it says that, because it comes up a lot on TV Do shows. Do people still say that? Yeah. I had I'm sure there have been studies on this. I'm just trying to look it up. Yeah, like I googled the other day, do penises float? You know, and Talia texted me and asked me, do penises float? And I'm like, I don't know. I've never thought about it. Google it. What? If it was like detached? I was like, if I'm assuming she means if it's detached, but apparently Mary Beth and and her friend were trying to figure it out, and they asked Talia because they don't know any males, and so the Talia was like, let me ask Winston, and why don't you just I'm get just a like, dildo and see if it floats in the pool? It's not the same thing. <laughs> is it not? It's no! Not it, looks, it looks the same. <laughs> no! <laughs> I mean, it does look the same. Oh, my, well, no. I don't know. What I don't know. I've never touched it. Oh, my God. I've never touched a dildo. Oh, this is what I've seen. It. They look like penis. I know. Some of them are really realistic. Oh, I looked at one once and I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> no, 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 that's what happened. It was at a comedy show and these idiots came out and they were waving dildos and I got a decent look at one and I was like, that really looks like a penis. Yeah. Oh and Pedro gosh. worked at the porn store, so I saw some that were like molded after. I went, like, I went into penis. one of those little stores yeah. once at the truck stop. But well, I don't think they float. I mean, I, but <laughs> from what I can find, they do point up in the water. Like, I guess oh. they, they, they do point at an angle. But I don't think you could per se they float. That's such a random question. That is so Our random. Our listeners, do you know? So what do you think? So, oh, let's not make Jimmy. Well, I just told her to. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, let's not make Jimmy uncomfortable. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> I just told her to Google it because I'm sure somebody's gonna study, and I just don't understand. I don't get it. And I'm like, I just never thought about it. But um, so I'm sure somebody's done a study on foot size to penis. I'm sure. Ratio. Okay. So oh, anyway, yeah. um, when they get, he bails. He doesn't want to sleep with Brooke. And so Dan's there. And Brooke's like, hey, Mr. Scott. I was like, Brooke's a hoe. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, Dan and Lucas lift weights just like Nathan and Lucas used. I mean, Nathan and Dan used to do. And he's like, he's not my son. And 
I don't care mm-hmm. about him, and I'm going to blame Whitey for putting him on the thing, recommending him for high flyers, and mm-hmm. he confronts Whitey. And Whitey's like, I'm an equal opportunity instigator. I was like, <laughs> best line ever. I was like, way to go, Whitey. Way to go. And so then he was like, at least Nate got something from him because he can actually play. Mm-hmm. And he was like, if Lucas is better than the player, he's got nothing to worry about. Um, and then I remember Haley has that ugly ass poncho. The return. Why that why time yeah. let the door hit you where? In the ass. Yeah. So, so, I can't remember what he said. Yeah, I can't like, oh. this, was a, this was a, it was a fun episode, but it was bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Did we mention that Keith is sleeping with Karen? No, but we can. We can just, we can talk about whatever. We I don't can. Really care. Because oh, that was weird. Around. They were like tossing around on the yeah. bed for a second. And I was like, oh. Wow. So now that we've seen them together. No. <laughs> no. No. I was like, no. No. No, 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 no. I, yeah. I don't mind them together. Because she was like, she's oh. already worked late a lot this week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wanted her to stay tonight. He she quote, work late. Yeah. And he was, she's like, I can't. She's like, but you could if you leave me. And she if was just, she was like, me. well, what, I can't. She's talking about Lucas. And he was like, I'll raise Lucas like he was my own. Like, y'all don't know about that. And, not, then, not this, <laughs> and then, he's, then she's like, sometimes I think that he is. And I'm like, what? Yeah, oh, that's what right. Time. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, maybe Nathan's subconscious is that maybe in, maybe in Nathan's mind, okay. in the back of, his, back of his mind, he questions whether or not she he did is the affair. father of Lucas. Really? And not Dan. Oh. I'm saying because keep my this is all Nathan's coma dream. So yeah. all this represents whatever he's going through at this time. And so having Karen say, sometimes I think that he <laughs> is my own, kinda alluding to that, maybe yeah. that Nathan in the back of his mind thinks, Why would Keith stick around so much unless, yeah. you know, or why would Karen allow Keith stick around so much unless she thinks in the back of his mind? Maybe there what? You never know. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like Nathan, like I'm not saying Nathan believes that, but I think somewhere in his subconscious, maybe that thought has crossed his mind, and that's why it came up. Because keep in mind, all of this is his is his dream. Um, Come a dream. Yeah, and Whitey had gone to see Nathan, you know, and talked about the game, and oh, you know, yeah. it was like he wants Nathan to know. He wants to know why Nathan applied to High Flyers, and I'm sorry, I have a shot for college. That it's a long shot because he's a shoe in, and he's impressed but he has to be sure he can play on a real team but Nathan is like I'm not playing on a real team but I'll play Lucas right. on the river court and I'm like whatever uh, but I was talking about Haley and that poncho because we see the scene again uh, where they're oh. talking about Brooke being naked and he opens the Cracker Jack box right. she talks about how the one time all oh, she yeah. ever got yeah, out was of the a, box was a tattoo with a number on with it with a, with oh, a was like, number uh-huh. it was a reference really to funny. a tattoo of Nathan and mm-hmm. he gives her the bracelet just like before. It's like, don't say anything. Right. gave you nothing. Yeah. And um, then I wrote down the return of Dan watching tapes. Hey, I wrote that oh, down no. too. Dan, Dan getting off to his old tapes. He's reminiscing. <laughs> Ball is life and it turns else. Dan Scott on. <laughs> uh, so oh Dan God. is, he's surprisingly, about right now, Dan is surprisingly softer with Lucas in this reality. Mm-hmm. And he is. Than he is with than he was with Nate. He's, he's still he's, riding him. Well, he's boozy but now. He's you know? he's a... But I think Karen is softer, much softer than Dad. What you know could ever be. Well, that's pretty soft though. She's talking about. I, well, wait, what? You think Dad is softer? No, I think Karen is softer. 
than, than, Deb. than Deb was. Correct. With, oh, okay. When she was a business with, hound. Right. It's what I'm like. It, like looking at the characters separately, and I would only imagine that that probably is what would have aided Dan to be a little bit softer with Cameron, more so with that Deb. Well, he tells Lucas that Nathan's a threat to him, and looks like I got bigger problems. Well, no, he tells Lucas tells Dan that he has bigger problems because the tape actually ends up being the like I'm like what tape was Dan watching that was like his basketball highlights and then it just cuts to prom night of him and Karen. Really weird. Oh yeah. And then so Dan's like you got bigger problems. I mean Lucas is like you got bigger problems because it's the the tape and then Haley encourages Nathan to play Lucas and he's like what are your dreams? She's like. I want to be a singer. Well, before that, Karen and Lucas, I thought, had a little quick moment. Yeah, you're right. Um, because she comes in late. Yeah. And she was like, let's stay late. up and have a late night chat like we used to do. Make some cocoa. And he's yeah. like, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, call Keith. I'm sure he'd be super excited. I was like, oh, okay. he knows. But Lucas okay. always has a problem talking back to adults. Well, this is nothing new. Yeah. Uh, I could find adults are being lurky. Uh, so what's he sneaky? Yeah. Lurky Lucas. Lurky Lucas. Yeah, that's right. Lurkus. 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 I forgot about that. Um, oh. Haley tells Nathan in this reality that she wants to be a singer. Oh, yeah. But he's like, you can't sing. He's yeah. just like, just because I'm tone deaf doesn't mean I can't be a singer. That's it's like, cute. really? Mm-hmm. And then Tim tells Lucas, he's like, you should seduce Tudor Girl and then dump her to get at Nathan. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, really? Like, in hindsight, it was dumb. Yeah. yeah. Like, it bothered Lucas, but it was dumb. Like, all of it was so dumb. It was so high school. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, he can't play the game if he doesn't show up. And then Peyton overhears. And like I said before, yeah. she tells Haley about it, trying to stop Nathan. And she tells her to warn Nathan. Dan shows up and offers Nathan five hundred dollars to stop playing. Was I'm it like, yeah, I'm like Nathan is trying to play the good, the high flyer so he can go to college. And you're like, here's five hundred dollars. Oh, he should have brought like five hundred dollars does not equate to uh, college tuition. Like no. get your life together. Mm-hmm. Like if college tuition was five hundred dollars, shit, I'd be so excited. <sighs> One class is probably five hundred dollars. Exactly. Is it? At uh, community college, much, oh, yeah. okay, hundred dollars. Um. I don't know. He's like, um, he's kidding himself. He tells Luke, he tells Dan, uh, Dan tells Nathan that he's kidding himself just like his mom did when she moved to town, you know, to be oh, with yeah, him. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Nate's like, now I will play. Yeah, he just fueled the fire. And then Deb's taking bets on the game. And Oh, yeah, that the Deb's den. <laughs> and everyone's so excited. That's where I, but they weren't as well, saggy as they were before. No, she must have had a bra on this time. She must have had a bra on this time. Because in that last episode, it... Uh, it looked like she had I wonder old, if she told them it's like am I really not wearing a bra right now she had like, old eight titties saggy so everyone's cheering Nathan on yeah. yeah and Haley tells Nathan about Lucas trying to step in with him tonight he's like I got this and then they kidnap him and, it's like, and then he goes down a dark alley it's like <laughs> you obviously did not listen to her yeah, you got this all right. Like, you're so stupid. This is so they stupid. kidnap him, just yeah. like Lucas got kidnapped. Same thing. Throw his phone in the mud. Yeah, yeah. he's in the mud, I think. And that's bit. when Peyton and Lucas break up. He's like, we're going to get back to normal. And he's like, we're not. Normal's bad. He's like, oh, is this about Nathan? It's not about Nathan. It's about you. I see who you uh, really are. Yeah, just that crap over there. He's like, I'll come back so. when you're not PMSing. So PMS. Right. Which is exa- it's exactly. the same exact, exact conversation. Yes. Yeah. 
But he called her Paint. He did. Nathan ever called her Paint. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I like to call our dog Pepe sometimes. Yeah, which um, I think is so disgusting. Oh. Pepe. It's like a little... <laughs> It's I call Pablo a little pop pops. That's she called Pepe. That's she called one of Pepe. Meme. <laughs> okay. Pepe. <laughs> you know, it's like Pepper could be Pet Pet, but that's weird. So I call Meme. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay. Yeah, that's totally weird. Pepe is totally weird. Like, if you talk to Pet Pet, I thought y'all called him Pepe. No, God, no. It's Meme. <laughs> Son better be all right. Oh. And Peyton comes to pick up Nathan, and she's his only hope. Like whatever, who cares? Yeah. Haley shows up to ask Lucas what he did to him, and then he like strokes her face. Did y'all see that? Yeah, I did I see that. I saw a little chin under the chin or something. <laughs> I was like, like, it looked like she smiled a little bit. I was like, yeah, like, no. I was like, okay. But then Peyton and Nathan show up, and White is like, it's four on four, and then Nathan's like, no, it's one on one. Okay, but the whole point of this was to see how well he did with exactly. the team. Exactly. Like, hello? <laughs> Death. Whatever. <laughs> it's a coma dream, okay? Uh, yeah, hashtag coma dream. Let it go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, hashtag Coma Dream. Yes. That's what we're just going to name this episode. Lost the playoffs. Oh hashtag Coma Dream. Yes, that is it. I swear. That's, yes, that's perfect. Can we just name every episode hashtag Coma Dream? Is that what this is? It's like, we could be, I don't know. Be this dream. makes me think of that hashtag Coma Dream life. <laughs> I love it. Only I love in hashtag Coma Dream. dream. Yes. Like we have thing. a new thing now. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, oh, my. So. What? So they play basketball? Yeah. Is that yeah. all we have? I mean, same thing. It's like say. 10 to 9, and then Nathan gets fouled, just like Lucas got fouled originally. Right. He's oh, like, it's no. good. Next next basket yeah. wins, because yeah. they tied up. And I was like, I was like, exact pilot word, sort. And he's just like, um, he's just like, this is for my mom. And he takes the shot. And he wins. I was like, Nate's going to high flyers. But Yay. then not like the pilot is Lucas shaking Nathan's hand. Right. Because yeah. Nathan did yeah. not do that. I think so I think t- even in Coma Dream, Nathan realizes Lucas is sort of a decent guy. I think he's coming out of his Coma Dream at this point. This is true. He was. I think things are coming back to reality. Yeah, because he was just like, good game. And he's like, you deserve to go to the camp. What? He's like, just come back. Yeah, just come back to us soon. So, you know, it's kind of fading out. And then he's like, now that I realize how much I love you, I have to give you back this bracelet. And then it turns into a ring. Uh Okay, okay, because she did give back. She did leave her bracelet at home too. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then everyone's just gone. Yeah, and he's alone, and he's just like, You weren't even stunned there, and all of a sudden you're like in your coma dream. And all of a sudden, Hurry! Hurry! <laughs> he wanted his wife, and I just knew he was gonna wake up, and she was gonna be like, oh, I know. I, I thought, thought so too. 
But he did wake up. He and, did. And he <laughs> for she her was deal. not there. It's just Lucas. It's just like, oh, shit. I was like, you really told me something. He was like, I'm here. Or something he said, didn't He's he? like, welcome back, little brother. Okay. And so then Nate tells him about his heaven, I wrote. Because he said he called it heaven, didn't he? Um, yeah, I think he, he did. He said he thinks he went to heaven. Yeah, he thinks he did. he thought he died and went to heaven. <laughs> and in this heaven, he talks about how Dan chose Karen over death. Like, was that really heaven? And he was like, Haley was chose <laughs> death. Was it? So well, I guess weird. Nathan was the star and got everything he ever wanted, freedom from Dad. And um, he was like, he wishes it. He was like, he wishes it was real. And he was like, and he was just like in real life. I even beat you there or something mm. like that. To Lucas, and so then Lucas is like, "I gotta tell you something. I called Haley. It's so dramatic. Who's gonna do that? <laughs> you knew it. You knew it the he told him promise not. She's like, I gotta tell you like something. We did. Yeah. That was funny. I oh, called yeah. Haley. Dun dun dun. No. She's your wife. She needed to know. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, I have to ask you this. When you hit the wall, there were no brake marks. <laughs> He's just like." Are you asking me if I did it on purpose? It was so dramatic. And then that was that. And then Deb comes rushing in. Lucas like, I'm going to go. And then there was actually a sweet scene where Nathan actually apologizes to her. He tells her that he loves her and that he's sorry. And I was like, great. This episode actually had a point. He actually got somewhere. Nathan was able to reconcile that his mom is really only miserable because she married Dan. Because in his coma life, Karen was miserable. Dan was in the He made everybody miserable. He made yeah. Nathan. He made, I mean, Karen miserable. He made Lucas miserable. So Dan's just miserable. Um, and he knows that she was just trying to be a good mother. And she was just like, I haven't. But I'm going to change now. She's like, I need to heal too while you're healing. I know where she's going to go here. Yeah, I know. I was like, whoa. Okay. Way to go, Dan. Way to go. And so he's like, I got your back. And he's like, have you ever wondered what life would be like with no Dan? She was like, all the time. And they're all done. Enter Dan. <laughs> and I just kind of give him like a chillier thing. I just kind of stare at him. Yeah. And so he leaves. He's like, well, he said, glad to see you're awake, son. Yeah. yeah. And he leaves. But they looked at him just like, you do not Get the fuck up out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so then bad. Brooke has discovered a receipt for a car. Right. Yeah, when she did the, the shred. I'm like, like all right, look, Brooke, you're... You're involved in this whole and thing. This is like a car racing. Yeah. And it's like, that's nothing <laughs> weird. Right. It's really not. So, so like, it, unless Dan's playing him. It has to be. I think he well, is. Well, this is, this is true. Because remember, I told you that. I think, I think Dan's playing him. Like, he there's is. nothing in there. There was nothing so. in those shreddies. He just wanted Lucas to waste his time. I was like, that's a lot of damn shreddies. I know. There's no way. Because I think he purposely wanted to look suspicious so he could throw Lucas off of him actually getting away with what he was trying to go, which was probably hiding that ledger somewhere else. But he wanted Lucas to be focused on the shreddings and not there. At least that's my theory. That's what I think. It's been a long time since I've seen this season. So I'm just like, what is even happening here? Um, Then Whitey and Karen, she's like, I'm trying to get in touch with Keith. But it's always his, his, would you say his voicemail is full? Yeah, she can't even leave him a message. Did <laughs> she cry? Where is he? Like, he needs to know about Nathan. Go, Where is he? It's like go to your Andy man, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what made me so much. She's in here crying about Keith, and I'm just like, you got Andy. You got the most beautiful little in New Zealand this man, elf-like man. You know, <laughs> he's a leprechaun. He is a leprechaun. He got the money. His magical money. <laughs> he's got a pot of gold just for you, Ken. Oh my god. They, they play Leprechaun in the bedroom. He's like, I'm about to give you my pot of gold. Oh, my God. I could totally see that. 
And then you could just have gold, and he could throw it up in the air. Would that hurt though if you like throw gold in it? You don't have to it? hit the person with the gold. I'm just saying, you could make it rain for a minute. <laughs> they could have sex in a bed of gold coins. Like Scrooge McDuck, if he had sex, which he never did. <laughs> I'm just saying, we don't know what he did. He <laughs> I mean, street. what he did be Daisy eventually. Did he? No, oh no, that Donald. was a Donald. Sorry. Sorry. You sound like a demon. You demon duck. <laughs> that was Daffy. That was Daffy Duck. That's really scary. <laughs> Don't mess with my Disney now. The dead, dead drums dead off the <laughs> What? Whoa. <laughs> That was weird. Like, that was... That was... Damn, damn. Damn. Damn, it's Chalk Talk and Rear Part 10. Yes. Which was so weird. Why? Because I'm like, Dan, literally just not even like two or three episodes ago, was like one down, one to go. And I know. And dropping off at rehab. So you want her to get better just so he can take her down again. Well, I you know what? You that. might be right. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'll be here when you get out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. He stopped to look and... Say He's going to be there to kick you in the butt and get you on Beat those your ass. I'm you without whipping your ass. So then a Brooke painted Lucas or in the yeah. movie in the room. And she's like, this one hours are over. I know. Like, she just came in the room. I was like, really? And so they're like leaving and he's just like, I know that you both want me. <laughs> I was like, oh. It's like, uh, back to Nathan. I guess. <laughs> Brooke goes, in your dreams. Yeah, like, <laughs> Hashtag coma dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag in your coma dreams. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and so the nurse just turns off the light. Like, I said, who does that? Who puts him in the dark? She has had a long day. <laughs> She's like, you better go to the last bed. patient of the night. I mean, because you got to see my dad was probably, like, hounding her the whole time. So maybe she's just like, I'm ready for this kid to get out of here. Oh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, she just shuts off the light, and I've I've never been in a hospital where they just shut off the light on you. No, because all the lights are on your switches on your yeah, bed. Well, I mean, they might turn off the overhead light, but you at least have a light on over your bed. Right. He has nothing. He's in pitch black. Yeah. There's not even a light on over his bed. He's just, just there in the dark. Mm. But then he, oh my gosh, he looked like a little old man grabbing for the phone. Yeah, he's like going for the phone. He's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He gets it over there. And so <laughs> okay. he calls Haley and she's mm. like, I'm coming home tomorrow. And he's like, Don't. Just don't. Mm-hmm. He's like, You have to go after your dream and I have to go after mine and, you know, or else we'll resent each other. She's like, No, Nathan, I've got to come home. I've got to. No, Nathan, I've got to come home. I've got to. And he says, I don't want you to. And then he hangs up on her. He did. And she's at the airport, I guess. She's standing oh, there. It's just. It's yeah. like, okay. So there was some trivia that I don't know if it's true. Uh, but it was just like, this is the third and final episode. The last episode. I'm wide awake, it's morning. It was like, this is the third and last episode that Haley um, was gone for this season. And I was like, I don't know if that's true. Sometimes these trivias are wrong. I don't know. You should fact check before you Well, I guess we'll we'll find that out by watching the episodes. It's true. She can always die. I mean, I don't know. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Haley better not die. Damn it. 
So yeah, that was Lifetime piling up. Hashtag Coma Dream. Coma Dream. <laughs> it should have been called Coma Dream. It should have. It should have been. Um, has an 8.4 user rating on IMDb. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I give it like a six, maybe a five and a half. Damn. I don't even. I'm just stick stuck with the seven. A low seven again. I did not enjoy it. I felt like it was a filler episode of all filler episodes. There were a couple amusing things, but um, yeah, I was just happy it was over with. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm at a six and a half. Yeah. I didn't have a favorite character. I didn't I have a character either. related to you because this is just some coma dream that don't deserve it. Yeah. Just, none of that. None of that. Well, we can just skip that portion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I guess this that's episode's it. title originated from the song "Lifetime Piling Up," originally sung by. Talking Heads, opening voiceover, Douglas Adams once wrote, he felt his whole life was some kind of dream, and he sometimes wondered who it was and whether they were enjoying it. Um, mm. The songs Hands Down, What is to Burn, Rest in Pieces were all featured in the pilot episode. Hands Down by Dashboard Confession actually plays during our break of this episode. This is the uh, this episode is the only episode of One Tree Hill to credit the guest cast and crew members, such as the director and the writer, before the opening credits. So all that was on screen before the actual opening credits. I didn't notice that either. And then when Lucas is in Peyton's room, sketches from later episodes show up, like the one of Brooke, Lucas, and Peyton shooting a heart, although that shouldn't have shown up due to the uh, alternate dream reality scenario. Right. So I never did see that. Uh, okay. You had to really be looking at it. You got no time. Got people be studying these episodes. No time for it. Do you think it's changed? All right, so that's we wrapped up those episodes. We did. It's pretty good, guys. I mean, I liked that we just moved through that one. We kind of just too. talked our way through it. Mm-hmm. Um, liking the new format, you guys liking it? Me too. It? Yes, Listeners, I am. are you liking it? It's a little complicated for us. I'm to get some like. I don't know if I can write in colored pencil. I was trying to write in colored pencil, and it was kind of light. I had some gel pens that were different oh. colors that I didn't realize I had, like brand new. So I was like, Whoop. I'm about to go to Dollar Tree. And see oh hell yeah, it's the best place to go. Um, so next we're going to talk about, I did check on, uh, now originally episodes 22 and 23 aired on the same night. It was a two hour finale. Oh um, so it all, they both aired on a five twenty four oh five. Um, but because Netflix splits them up, um, the DVD does not split them up, but Netflix splits them up. We will cover the next two episodes, episode 21 and 22. So what could have been, and then the tide that left and never came back. We'll cover those in the next week um, and then we'll do one episode for the finale just like we did last season so okay. um, Man, I didn't realize we were that close yeah. that's awesome yes <laughs> so we're almost there we're almost done with season two and we'll kind of have a chance to talk about how we felt about season two as a whole and everything in the finale episode so cool. you know um, exciting our predictions so that's what we'll be doing next week we'll be talking about episodes 21 and 22 of season two of One Tree Hill so if you're watching on Netflix you, you'll be just fine. Um, if you're not watching Netflix, you're watching on DVD, um, just casually um, stop um, about <laughs> 42 minutes in to uh, the final disc uh, of season of season two where you're listening, watching that double hour episode in case you don't want to miss it. Or you can just watch it all the way through and then catch up with us in a week. Um, so yeah, that's where we are 
Um, so, uh, if you have any feedback, if you're liking the new format, you have any questions, we want your feedback on the finale. So we definitely want to read some feedback from the finale. Um, so find us on Twitter at OnlyOTHPod. Check us out in our Will Be Parker glasses. Um, <laughs> tweet at us. Um, find us on Gmail. There's OnlyOTHPod at gmail.com. Um, Facebook, there's only one Tree Hill podcast that matters. That's this one. I'll post in the um, Facebook page just any thoughts on the season two finale if you have any um, that you want to get in ahead of time. Please go ahead and comment. Um, you can DM us on Twitter. DM us on DM us on Twitter and uh, contact us about any questions about the finale. Really want to hear your thoughts on season two as a whole. What you thought, what you didn't like. Um, so please reach us there. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. We are there. We need your ratings, your reviews, and your subscribing. So please do it. Um, again, you can also go to there's only oth uh, and there you can directly comment on episodes. You can find a link to our um, patronage, our crowdfunding campaign. Ball is life and podcasting ain't cheap. It's not cheap. We're giving away a One Tree Hill soundtrack. We you know, plan to give it away in February for everybody that donates in um, January. We'll be able to enter a raffle to win the soundtrack, so please donate. As far as personal plugs, you can find me on Twitter at Capeside Redemption, on Facebook, Winston Mize, Google Plus, Winston Mize. Also, SpoilerTV.com, currently reviewing Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, um, Legend of tomorrow i'll be posting a preview of the um, archie comics adaptation um riverdale um so i've seen the first two episodes um and i'll be talking about the first one in an advanced preview so you can check me out there spoilertv.com um slash wm anybody else want to plug anything uh you can definitely follow jimmy l on facebook at inspired by jimmy l all right Time for our little reality check. Hashtag coma dreams. Hashtag coma dreams. Um, hmm, I don't have a whole lot to talk about, but um, I'm going to say there's somebody for everybody, hence the mouth and Erica. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, eventually, I think you'll find that person, you know, for Aww. you. Right. Like mouth has found Erica, which may or may not last, but, you know, I want to be positive at this point. Um, don't take chances with your life. Um, I think we've all been in like a bad place and we might want to do something bad or be careless, but, um, things will get better. So don't take chances like that because your life, is, your life is very important. Um, oh, my last thing there, I wrote, there's no point in wondering if things would be different if blah, 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 blah. I think we all do that. I think we think about, well, what if I did this or what if I did this this way or something, which I think it's human nature. I think we all do that, but. There's really no point to harp on that and to worry about that because you can't change it. Correct. So I say focus on your present and plan for your future. I actually like that. That's really solid. Too. That's a good Thank thing you. to take from hashtag Coma Dreams yes, episode. Yes, I think uh, so. That's that's what I got from yeah. it. So uh, I, uh, I was, actually, there's a quote that said pretty much the same thing I said yesterday. It said, um, mm-hmm. worrying about your past steals your peace for today. Oh, and no. I was like, wow. That's great. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, but that's freaking awesome. Yeah. That was yeah. just on Facebook. It's a really great note to hang things on. Oh, thanks. Oh, I, I try. I really like that. I didn't think about that. Well, that's what I'm here for. I have a new reality like check. Have you done that. Oh, thanks. All well, right. That's all I got. So. All right. So, I guess that's a wrap. Okay. So until next time, I'm Winston. I'm Jeanette. And I'm Jimmy Allen. Remember, there's only one trio podcast that matters. And, and it's, it's this, this one. one. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.